This past week has been a little bit of a different experience for, for me than it has been over the past eight or nine months since this pandemic began. For some strange reason, there have there wasn't a lot, there haven't been, and there really weren't a lot of what I refer to as earth-shattering, life-changing moments this week. And I know that this too shall pass. I know that it will not be like this forever and probably not even much longer. This is just sometimes in life, there is a short period of time in which there isn't anything just really uh, out of the ordinary that happens that, uh, you know, speaking from a mindfulness standpoint. But in this case, though, there was a lot of subtle things going on this week. And so even though I have a little bit of hesitancy, not I'm not afraid to speak of these things, but my hesitancy is that there's nothing really earth-shattering here. There's nothing really compelling to speak about. And I am just sharing that because of the fact, from a mindfulness standpoint, that I'm aware of the, the little bit of resi- the slight resistance that I had to even speak about this today and the questioning, the, the mild questioning that I found going on in my mind about whether this is of value to anyone, whether this is going to speak to anyone at all. And in spite of my thoughts about this, in spite of my own, and I, w- I would not say that I'm like heavily invested in any judgment about the worth or the value of what I could share this morning. But there has been some of that. And so that's even a great illustration of what it is that I want to speak about briefly, or relatively briefly. And that is, I had a a dear teacher of mine remind me this week, and I really got to experience this quite a bit. Because even though there wasn't anything really major happening in terms of any change or any chaos or anything unexpected. There were certainly challenging moments. I certainly had times this week where there were struggles with different things, but they were all due to any thoughts that I had about them, any internal reactions. And there's none of them that are really uh, earth shattering enough or really there. I don't see much value in really speaking about anything specific other than to say, And it's because they were just really stories. It was really just, you know, things happening. And it wasn't even so much the things that were happening. It was my take on what was going on. And I, it really gave me an opportunity to appreciate, as I mentioned previously, that I had a very dear teacher of mine remind me this week about the very subtle difference. And sometimes it's not so subtle, the difference between awareness or what we might refer to as consciousness And this is even going beyond the typical, you know, this is not just the biological human consciousness, but I might even get a tad metaphysical and speak about that all-pervading consciousness that everything, that the Eastern traditions teach that this is the everything that everything, you know, this is what everything is made of, ultimately, is this consciousness that is behind any awareness that we have of what's going on as, as human sentient beings. So enough of that. I feel like I've probably gone on a little too long about that. But the only reason I bring that up or even said that is because of the fact that I want to really speak about uh, 
but I also had one of the gurus that I have sat with over the years made, and this was completely unrelated to this other conversation that I had, but he made, he made the statement and it really also reached me at a very deep level that, that, uh, consciousness is not a mood. And, and I'm speaking more of this metaphysical consciousness that it's not a mood. And so when I, when he said that, I realized that is really in terms of mindfulness, that is what really so much of this is about. That there is this awareness that is behind any of these moods that I experience. Any of these things that are happening to me are happening either externally, and even those things that are happening to me externally, I am, as a human being, thinking about those things, and I'm reacting to those things. But there is a greater awareness, and through practicing mindfulness, it allows someone to cultivate the ability to begin to be aware of even our own thoughts. And when I say that, it sounds fairly simple. It doesn't sound that radical. It doesn't really sound like something that's that, you know, life-changing or or earth-shattering. But it actually really, really is. And of course, that's, you know, I'm just saying this not as an opinion, but this has been my experience. Not so much, I don't believe this. But this has been my experience that it is, it is, it has and does make an incredible impact on my human experience. And it's available to anyone. There's nothing special about me. I don't bring any innate gifts to this other than a willingness to have continued the practice for a long period of time. And it has been painful at times. There have been times when it has been very, very painful to be more aware than I used to be about what I'm thinking, about what's going on in, going on in my mind, what it is that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And to be able to witness that sometimes is not easy. It's, uh, it's very freeing and it's ultimately the key that unlocks the door that ultimately allows us to not be trapped in being in these loops of repetitive thinking, of clinging to these beliefs that we hold on to so tightly to this identity of who we think we are. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I am saying that I found that there is the practice itself has allowed me to let go of that grip on those things. And the longer that I've practiced, and there again, when I say that I've practiced what I've practiced doing, and I feel like it's very important to mention this, I haven't practiced perfection. I haven't practiced transcendence. What I've practiced is coming face, and this is what anyone who practices mindfulness experiences, at least in terms of the conversations that I have had with people who have engaged in this practice, is that what ends up happening is, is that we come, you know, on a regular basis, we come face to face with and have the opportunity to really see what it is that we're thinking to really take a closer look at it and to not, from the standpoint of not believing it, of not thinking that it's the absolute truth, of beginning to be able to have a little bit of headspace, a little bit of room where we can begin to see that there is this greater awareness that our thoughts are not the most important thing, the most important way in which we can live life. And it's not to say that there's anything wrong with logistical or logical thinking. There are times clearly when that's necessary. But what I'm speaking about is the the, ten, the human tendency, because it's a habit, and that's really the only reason 
that I've found that it generally that thinking happens, it's because I've been in the habit of thinking because I've believed everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. So if that's the most reliable indicator for me of what reality is, then it only makes sense that I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it fairly unconsciously because the way that we're wired as human beings is that it basically gives rise to this kind of thinking because we can start to do this and really not necessarily have to really do much about it or bring it about. It will really happen on its own just like any other habit that we've picked up or learned. And just because it's a habit, what I found is it doesn't mean that it's what's best for me. It doesn't mean that it serves me in the best and the highest possible way. And so this week really was an opportunity to experience this awareness of, you know, emotions and practicing mindfulness. I found really, I thought initially as someone who struggled with chronic depression, that this would be something that would help me be happier. And I can say in some way that I don't know necessarily if it's made me happier, but I believe that what it has done is I, I, it has opened me up to experiencing more joy And I really distinguish happiness and joy and that joy is not something that can be manufactured. I can't do anything or go get something that's going to give me joy. What I found is that I can go out and try to find things to create happiness, but it is very, very fleeting. And I find that as soon as I go get or try to get or find what I think will make me happier, as soon as I get that, at some point I find myself right back where I started again. And only to find myself, in some cases, maybe even feeling more dissatisfied with the way that life is. Whereas joy is something that I really didn't know this until I practiced mindfulness for a while. That I could begin to, once I was was willing to really open up to the moment and really be aware and utilizing or, or being open to that greater awareness. The awareness that has way more to do with everything than just my thoughts as a human as one human being and i could begin to see that i could actually not be afraid to pay attention to what i was thinking because it actually would open the door for healing at some point i could let go of the need to put any more energy or any more time invest any more time in these thoughts in any of this any of these speculations that i was engaging in any of these beliefs that I was holding on to and really this whole model in my head of this identity of who I think I am. And when I'm not spending all that time and energy trying to prop all of that up and to keep all of that going, the beautiful part is, and this was a very, very big surprise for me, is that, you know, continuing to practice, I could find more space. I could find more headspace. There was more of an opportunity to really experience some joy and some meaning because of the fact that there were times where I wasn't investing all of my human energy and all of my time in believing everything I was thinking about what I was feeling. And it has really made a difference. And so this week, even though nothing happened that I can really point to to say that was really, really challenging, there were a lot of moments this week where I experienced emotions that were all over the place. There were times where I felt emotionally low. There were times where there was some sadness or what's sometimes referred to as a feeling feeling blue for no particular reason. There were times where I felt fear. 
There were times where I really wasn't sure about myself, where I began to experience some self-doubt, and it was because there were thoughts of self-doubt. And uh, the way I reacted to certain things this week, sometimes that, that, that awareness that has been cultivated through the practice gave me the ability to be able to, to actually see that I was making this worse or perpetuating it by continuing to think about what was going on or that I was investing in continuing these internal reactions to what was happening around me or what other people were doing or saying. And what I found is that, you know, originally as someone who was looking to mindfulness practice uh, as a way to feel better, the expectation was that after a while, you know, after practicing, there would be this magical change where suddenly my life would be happier and everything would be easier and I wouldn't struggle and suffer so much. I can truly say that while that is not really born, it has not borne itself out completely, it really has in a lot of ways because, and the major way in which it hasn't is that I'm, I am always still going to be human. And I didn't realize that in the early stages of this practice, but I am still going to be human. I am still going to experience oscillating emotions. I'm going to experience my emotional weather is, you know, those clouds are going to come and go. They're going to pass. Uh, the, the weather's going to change. There's no way for me to transcend that. There's no way for me to protect myself against emotions that rattle me uh, at my core. There's some times where it's going to be difficult to be human. And there are there's certainly an opportunity for me to make it worse by thinking about it, by reacting to it, by believing what I'm thinking about whatever emotion is going through my body and mind it, because it is really just energy. And, uh, but it's, 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 there's a tendency to really believe it and to think that that's really what the world is. And I've heard that saying before that the world is in the mind. And I find that in so many cases for me, it has been and can be sometimes now if I'm not paying attention, if I'm not aware. And I know that the longer I've practiced, the more that I have had that greater sense of awareness about what actually is or what sometimes is referred to in the mindfulness community as just appreciating what is. It's the actual absolute truth of what's going on in any moment. Those times when I feel like I'm not okay, when I think that there's something wrong with me, when I feel like I can't go on any longer, when I feel like I have messed my life up to the point that I can never pick back up and move on again. There's all those thoughts that I can have and all those judgments that I can have about myself and how badly I've messed things up and how I'll never be able to get it back the way that it was before. But then I realize that those are just thoughts. And at some point I realize whatever I have done, whatever mistake I have made, whatever wrong turn I have made doesn't have to be as bad as I had, that I, that I could make it. And that's really the freedom that comes from mindfulness practice, from being able to start to see that these thoughts that I am capable of having, these beliefs that I'm capable of holding on to, I don't have to do it. Uh, I may catch myself in the act of doing it. I may do it unconsciously. I may do it because I just am not here because I'm somewhere else wrapped up in some sort of thought about something that's already happened or that may happen that I'm fearful of. Or I may be just reacting to something that somebody did or said or the way something happened to me that I'm no longer able to 
appreciate the beauty in what is. And I know that, you know, sometimes as a human being, I can only appreciate that beauty when what is is the way that I want it to be. And I've found that the longer I've practiced, there's been less of a need for me to invest in any beliefs about how it all should be, how, what conditions need to be present for me to experience joy. And the more that I've been able to distinguish between joy and happiness, it has been easier for me to actually just sit with and be able to breathe in and out and just cope with whatever I'm feeling emotionally and trust that at some point it will pass. And it generally always does. I mean, I had periods this week where I experienced emotions that didn't always feel pleasant, but at some point they passed. And because I made the choice through mindfulness practice, through being empowered, and this is available to any of us, I was able to pay attention to what I was thinking, but not believe it. I was able to see that the thoughts were occurring. And just because they were occurring means that I'm human. And I don't want to beat myself up about it. I don't want to judge myself harshly for it. I just want to be, all I really want to do is be aware that I'm doing it. And I can't stop it from happening. There's nothing that I can do to prevent it from happening. But I do find that the longer I've practiced, there has been less of a unconscious tendency to think thoughts. That somehow it's, I can't stop it from happening actively, but somehow it begins to kind of change those neural grooves, so to speak. And that I'm not as quick to, to rush to judgment. I'm not quite as quick to rush to beginning to think about what's happening or to cling to any beliefs about it, that I can just experience it and not have to worry about labeling it or reacting to it or protecting myself against it or trying to push it away, that I can just be here and not worry so much about how that I'm being here or the way that I appear to other people because of the fact that the, the, the longer I've practiced, the more room that there is to just be human. And for me, that has been one of the most healing things. I can truly say that this week, there were many opportunities for me based just based on the emotion, emotions that I felt and the, the variance of those and the different, you know, just the different ways in which it felt to be me. It could have been a very different week. And thankfully this week, thanks to the practice and thanks to that wisdom, uh, this is something that I can take no credit for at all other than just being a regular average human being that's chosen to practice that my week, thankfully, I think is, is probably ended up being a little bit easier to get through. Uh, and, and there was a little more joy and a little more meaning because of the practice creating more space for me to be able to appreciate and to really be here and enjoy the good things that were going on, even if my emotions didn't feel great. Even if I didn't really love or even like the way I was feeling, I could still be here. And ultimately, as one of my teachers said uh, years ago, that being here is the point. I ultimately really do want to be here. I ultimately do want to live this life. And even when it's difficult, even when it doesn't feel great, at the end of the day, I've made that decision. I do want to be here in the practice, practicing mindfulness and, you know, ultimately, being able to cope more mindfully with what it's like to be human really, really has made it easier to be here and really be present no matter how it feels.